Welcome to the Rise Resolute Podcast. I'm Gina Meyer. I'm a doctor of physical therapy committed to empowering every woman to live a vibrant, fulfilling, experience-seeking, and healthy life. Welcome to season five. Yes, season five of the Rise Resolute Podcast. I can't even begin to express the gratitude I have for all these conversations I've had on the podcast over the last four plus years, all the amazing women who have shared their stories and uplifted us with their positivity, strength, and their stories of growth through struggle. In this fifth season, we have so many fantastic guests planned, one of which is here today um, to speak with us. And we'll continue to emphasize the power of connection. Um, You all know that I believe that we as women need to support and lean on one another. It makes so much difference in our lives. And also this year, we'll be having conversations focused around boldness of spirit and the hopes that you, you might hear just one thing that will inspire you to go and take bold action in your life, whether it's a small act of kindness towards another person or some giant leap to change the world. I believe that you are powerful, you're a force, and I believe in the boldness within each of you. So I'm so excited to dive in, and I'm going to do that right now. It is my pleasure today to have Brianne Smedley on the podcast. I am so excited to hear her point of view. She is an elite competitor coach for female athletes, um, and I'm sure she has some amazing insight to share with us. So welcome, Brianne. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I am excited myself. We talked a little bit before we started taping, but I would love it if you would give the listeners just a little bit more background on you, Brianne, before we get rolling into the questions. Yeah, absolutely. So I right now work with female athletes between the ages of about 10 all the way through college, and then also their moms and the parents who support them. And so, you know, that (laughs) came about from years and years of being a competitive athlete. I played sports all the way through, all the way through college and um, became a teacher right out of college. I really struggled early on though, in my athletic journey, as I started to become pretty talented in the sport that I was playing. So volleyball was my main sport. Long story short, I actually ended up quitting volleyball for a lot of the reasons that my athletes struggle with today. Very normal parts of being an athlete, like pressure, expectations, feeling like you're letting people down, but I just had no idea how to handle those things or that I wasn't the only one who did face these things. So I ended up quitting my sport momentarily um, and then actually got an opportunity to play in college for a program that highly prioritized mental training. And I got a taste on what it could look like to play my sport while being able to navigate these very normal pressures. And so um, as I experienced that, I had a great college career. I actually started as a walk-on, you know, it was kind of a, like, can I play here at this college that I went to? And, you know, the coach was, I mean, amazing. I just feel like I struck gold with her. And, um, you know, I was able to study sports psychology in my undergrads um, in my teaching certification. I became a PE teacher right away out of um, college. I started coaching right away. Um, and then I quickly realized that my athletes, you know, could have all the physical skills in the world and I could teach volleyball really well, but it, you know, they didn't believe in themselves. They played better in practice than in games and they were facing all these same things that I struggled with as an athlete. So I kind of went into a deep dive of like figuring out the mental side about five years into my coaching career. I, um, you know, took all the, read all the books on sports psychology. I, you know, I took a certification program to be certified as a positive performance mindset coach. And then I started teaching this to groups of athletes really early on in my career as an elite performance coach. 
Um, and then kind of fast forward to where we are now, created a program for female athletes and also for their moms that support them, because I find that the parent role is also really important in an athlete's confidence. And moms are also searching for like, what do I say? What do I do? How do I support them? And so that's what um, I have right now. I actually run the business with my sister-in-law. So we have um, a program for female athletes and their moms that we get to welcome um, athletes and moms in every day. I love it. Oh my gosh. Uh, so many awesome things. And later in the episode, we'll have you share information on how um, listeners can find out more if they're interested and in sort of uh, figuring out what you all do. And if they would like yeah. to get involved, it sounds amazing. You know that I am all about mindset. That is why I started this podcast in the first place, because number one, I'm a physical therapist. And so talking with athletes made sense to me, but just the mindset mm -hmm. component of not only athletics, but also just life in general, I feel like is so important as a PT. I see that mindset is very important in recovering um, and, you know, getting past those pain symptoms and, you know, getting on the road to getting back to whatever you love to do. Um, but also, uh, you know, in athletics and in the real world, mindset is everything. So I am thrilled mm -hmm. to pick your brain a little bit and hear more about what you teach, uh, Brianne. So let's do it. Yeah. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm, I think I'm ready. Okay. Yes. Oh, I'm it'll be fun. Um, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> this is sort of a loaded question and probably um, hard to just answer in a few sentences or a few minutes. But, you know, when we're talking about a good mindset, I would love to hear from you. What do you think is the, the most important component of a good mindset, Brianne? Mm -hmm. Let's see. So what we teach our athletes um, around mindset, one of the main things that we start with is that their thoughts and beliefs about themselves influence how they go about their sport, how they go about their life. And it really creates the reality that they in exist in every single day. And so we find that the foundation of a good mindset is being aware of what thoughts you're thinking and being aware of what beliefs you hold in your subconscious. And that's pretty deep, especially for, you know, we have athletes that come through and they're in middle school and high school. And they're like, what subconscious beliefs, like what, because they've, you know, lived for so long believing, you know, something happens in their sport and then they attach this thought to it. You know, a common one is like, they're not getting the playing time they want, or they didn't have a good game. And then all of a sudden they're thinking, my coach doesn't like me, or I'm the worst one on the team, or I'm a bad passer. And then they continue to reaffirm that thought because our brain likes to be right. It wants to protect us. So it finds all of the evidence for that to be true. It then is reinforced over and over, becomes this belief that lives in their subconscious. And we know that the subconscious brain controls 90% of what we do and how we show up and the results that we get. And so athletes are going through their sport with potentially beliefs that they have, you know, formed about themselves in these areas that are literally giving them the results that they're getting. And until athletes realize that, oh, wow, I'm actually creating this reality for myself. And, you know, typically it's a negative thing, like, oh, I'm, I'm really bad at this. And then they avoid doing it. And then they reaffirm that they're bad at it because they never practice it. <clears throat> and, you know, that's just a very simple example. But the most important part is that athletes are aware of what thoughts they're thinking and that they have the skills to be able to change their thoughts to be more productive, to work for them. So that is what I would say is like the most essential. Yeah. Beginning part. Oh my gosh. So good. And so true. And, you know, again, I'm always trying to generalize it to just life in general. And I think that this is so true and it sounds, you know, sort of cheesy or whatever, but when we get up in the morning, if we are thinking those negative thoughts about ourselves, um, that really does carry out through our day. And it sounds mm -hmm. ridiculous, but 
It does work. D- don't you agree to get up and tell yourself, like, you're doing a great job. You, you're strong. You can do this. It sounds mm-hmm. so cheesy, Brianne, but do you right. agree that those things are, that they work? Oh, absolutely. And it's not just like, you know, there's the whole like positive affirmation. Let's just like pretend everything's okay. It's, it's not necessarily that, but it's, it is being aware that what I am saying about a situation impacts how I view it. And so, you know, like you said, like waking up in the morning and if you're thinking like, I'm not looking forward to this or like, I'm dreading that, you know, being able to change it to more productive. We even say, we don't even say that positive thoughts are what we're trying to get to. We just say productive because yeah. we know and neutral thoughts of, of whatever situation you're about to go into. Yeah. And so that's where we try and shift our athletes focus because it seems really, it's like, there's a very big gap between like a very negative thought and just switching it to a positive that our brain is like, Whoa, this doesn't add up. And so even just getting it to neutral of like, you know, I am, I am here. Um, you know, I, I'm trying to think of an example, like, I guess today I woke up and I've been trying to, you know, hit the gym at five 30 in the morning, you know, one of those. And sometimes I, most of the time I wake up and I'm like, I don't want to do this. I'm not looking forward to it. And so just shifting a thought around that to like, I get to do this. I get to train my body. I'm going to the gym, you know, that's very neutral. Like I'm going to cross it. It's just, I'm not attaching any emotion to it. It's just, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And I mean, it's simple, but you know, those are the type of types of things that athletes that we start with before we go deeper. Yeah. I love it. And I think, you know, I think this is an important thing to clarify. It's not glossing over and, you know, being Pollyanna about, about life yeah. or situation, but I love this thought of shifting our focus, you know, and, and, and it's even productive, like you said, to say something neutral to yourself rather than something mm-hmm. completely negative. Um, yeah. and so I love that. And, you know, I can, I can relate to this myself too. I um I had a stress fracture, a transverse fracture across my tibia um after I ran a half marathon in November. And I can't run right now. And I love running. Mm-hmm. I love running. Mm-hmm. So I can get up and say my leg hurts and this sucks. And and all those things actually are true. Yeah. But I can shift my focus and say, you know what, I can still get up and move my body. I can still get up and get on my bike or I can still, you know, get up and make my kids breakfast or whatever it is. And so shifting that focus, I think, is 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 a really awesome skill. I love that. Um, I this year I am talking a lot on the podcast about boldness of spirit um, because I I think especially for women, Brianne, sometimes we don't give ourselves space to be bold in our life and our choices. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I really want to focus on how we can encourage and inspire that in ourselves and in others. I know we can't change others, but inspire what's already within them. Um, I wanted to hear, Brianne, what is boldness mean to you? Um, to me, like personally, boldness means trusting myself, my gut, my intuition, which is something that I'll be honest as like a high level athlete, as a high level athlete, like was something that I ignored for a lot. I combine that with like being a people pleaser. And that's like, yeah, don't listen to yourself at all or like what you might want or what your body needs. Um, and so to me, it's coming back to this idea that like my, my body has the answers. I know, I know my body knows and my mind knows, but it's like tuning into what that looks like and like making choices, even in, in my business and how I show up to do those without, you know, all of these, uh, this other layering of like what other people are thinking 
And um, yeah, so for me, bold means like trusting myself because I often I'm learning how to do that right now, even as you know, in my mid thirties. So. <laughs> I love that, and I do. I think that's a, always a work in progress. Um, uh, and you know, I think that our connections to other women and the you know the way that we lean on each other can really help us in in learning to trust ourselves and in our boldness of spirit. And I wondered if you could share any examples on that, on how your connections with other women, uh, maybe your sister in law who's doing the business with mm-hmm. you, or someone else, has helped propel you forward into that boldness and to trusting yourself and growing in that capacity? Yeah. I mean, our business is a great example of that. So Christina is my sister-in-law and, um, and best friend. And so we, our business has relied a lot on our ability to trust ourselves and like what we, it's so interesting because we were like, (laughs) with some of our business decisions, we're honestly like, you know, we could be looking at, at numbers and spreadsheets and projections, which we do, but a lot of time we go based on like, is this, like, does this feel right for the direction that we want to go? Does this feel right based on like our personalities? Um, and so Christina's really inspired me to do that. And then we made a big shift in our business, like probably three years ago at this point now to really learn about, I mean, it came about from, from learning about ourselves and how we can best serve the direction that we want to go. And that resulted in me being more of the face of the business and her being kind of um, the background of the business. And that meant for me, like being visible and speaking to, um, you know, I'm training athletes, but then like speaking to moms and going on stages and all of these things that I'm like, I don't know if I can do that. I'm not sure. And so, but Christina was like, you have a gift in this area and this is how we're going to best inspire and serve our community. And honestly, it's been like the biggest, the biggest thing in our business, um, being able to, to hone that in. So I've been really inspired by her. Um, and then, I mean, just the people that we've met as a result of taking that bold choice and, um, and, and choosing to show up in that way, you know, we've had, we've had so many connections with other women in not just this industry, but like, you know, industries like nutrition and PT and, uh, recruiting and all of these other women who like have this same energy that we do. And so I'm not sure if that totally answers your question, but you know, it's, that's kind of how it's shown up in our life and business. Absolutely. And I love to, I love to hear that. And I, I think you're really lucky that you have such an amazing sister-in-law too. I I have an amazing sister-in-law too, but yes. (laughs) Yeah. I really hit the jackpot. Yeah. (laughs) That's fabulous. Um, and I love this concept of asking yourself, does this feel right? Um, Mm -hmm. I think sometimes actually we rely more on the objective data than the actual way we feel about whatever it is in our life or our life in general, you know, does it feel right? Are we happy? You know, are the things that we're doing, you know, more of the things that we're doing in our day, making us happy than, you know, making us feel sad or frustrated or angry. Um, I love that. And I don't think we've talked about it very much on the podcast, but I love that insight, um, along those lines of what feels right. I also, this year, I'm talking about um, what strong women are embracing in their life. So can you speak to that a little bit? What do you feel like you embrace in your life, Brianne? Yeah, that's a good. (laughs) I have been embracing, I mean, this is just top of mind, that um, not everyone, not not everyone's going to like me uh-huh. and that's okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I know it sounds so cliche, but you know, I, I'm a coach also like I, I, you know, I'm an elite competitor coach. We've got hundreds of athletes in our programs, but I also coach, I'm a head volleyball coach at 
our local high school. Um, and we have been very successful. We won state the past two years. And this past season was challenging in many ways. And I, I had this, I had some, I wouldn't say conflict, but they were like tough conversations with parents and with athletes. And I am embracing that, like my perspective, but it's not always the same as other people's perspectives. And that is okay. And so honoring that other people have different perspectives and that I can't always change that, um, is hard for me and also good to realize that I, I can't make everyone happy. And that's actually not the goal. It's not healthy for me to like look to do that, um, to be very aware of what's in my control and be in alignment with my values as much as possible um, when I'm making decisions. But also at the end of the day, like I'm embracing just that tough conversations are good. Not everyone, I'm not going to align with everyone and that's okay. Yeah. And so important. Yeah. And I think something that if we as parents can accept that and, you know, and embody that, it really is helpful for our children to start to realize that as well. Um, I do tell my daughter, I have, th- I have four kids. I have one daughter and three boys. And I do tell my daughter frequently, the sooner you can realize that it does not matter um, what people think of you, of course, you want to be a kind person. But beyond yeah. that, you know, um, the happier you're going to be. And I'm telling you. <laughs> She does it pretty well, better than I did at 16. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I, along those lines, too, uh, uh, the lines of being a parent, um, and this is just a little bit off the path, but I, I do want to hear your perspective on this as well because I know you coach mothers, so I'm interested to hear your, your feedback. Um, as a parent of, of girls um, or children in general, um, what are some things that you find that we can do as a parent? And again, a loaded question that's hard to answer in just mm-hmm. a few minutes, but um, to encourage a good mindset and that strength and boldness of spirit in our children, Brianne. Yeah. Um, so we first, when we talk to moms, like we have a whole side of our program that's for moms. And we say that there's two main things that are, that are in our control as moms. We shape the environment and we provide the opportunities for them. And the opportunities are, you know, likely what moms are already doing right now, like for to be on this team and I'm going to drive you to do this practice or, you know, I would provide you the opportunity to physically train your mind or physically train your body, but also mental training opportunities to learn how to shift your self-talk and how to, you know, change these beliefs to be more productive. Like those are all skills that athletes have to learn and they're not typically taught by most coaches. So, you know, a lot of moms just like hope that their coach teaches it or like they'll pick it up with time, but really that doesn't, that doesn't work. And so when we, that's provide the opportunities and then shaping the environment is really where moms move the needle um, in two main ways, their verbal communication with their athletes and then their nonverbal and their verbal is like, what are you saying to your athlete? Like before, during and after games, you know, where are you placing your emphasis? Is it on outcomes and things out of their control or is it on their progress on who they are as a person outside of their sport on these qualities that led to the outcome, but we're not just attaching their self-worth to an outcome, which athletes do when all the emphasis is there, good or bad. Um, and then also, how are we modeling it? So the nonverbal would be like, what? how are you showing up with boldness of spirit? How are you making decisions? What is your confidence? And so that's why, you know, our mental training approach is very different because we bring the mom on board and we tell moms like, hey, what are you modeling? Like if you want your daughter to be confident and you're telling her to like, hey, face adversity with this like strength and this resilience and then you you know and and love your body and then we say out loud about ourselves like I hate my legs I hate my butt I uh this happened again I'm so lazy that's one of those like 
do as I say, not as I do type of situations. And we know more is caught than taught in, in this area. So if you are, you know, expecting your daughter to be confident and expecting her to, you know, go through adversity in, in a strong way, but then you're not modeling that or you're saying something different, that is what she is internalizing. So yeah, that's kind of where we start. Remember, like to stay in your role as the parent, you provide the opportunities, you shape the environment. And part of shaping the environment is what you actually are saying to her before, during, and after games, but also what are you modeling for her? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Fabulous answer. And just like so much to take away. And I, I know the listeners are going to be just so pleased with this information. Um, I love the phrase more is caught than taught. Um, and, yeah. you know, correct me if I'm wrong when I'm interpreting this, Brianne, but that we have to be careful because there's a lot they're catching that we may not realize that they're catching mm-hmm. from our behavior. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. So, you know, and this kind of goes back to another, you know, topic that I discuss frequently, um, but it's just so near and dear to my heart. And it's that we have to take care of ourselves as moms. We have to drop the guilt. We have to take care of our health, um, you know, mental and physical health so that we can show up and we can model behaviors that are, you know, bold and strong and show self-love. And when we don't take the time to do those things, um, it's hard to show up for our children in the way that we need to. Would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's all about, you know, shaping the environment, how you show up for sure. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. along those lines, um, you know, I, I'm not sure if you know, I, um, I'm a physical therapist, but I also have a nonprofit, mm-hmm. um, that focuses on providing a free program for women to get healthy, to get moving, um, yeah. and to break those barriers and, um, to also provide, improve health equity. Um, so we seek to empower through movement. Um, we know that that movement can have so many physical and mental benefits. And I know that you're elite competitor editor coach, but I know that you also have been an athlete yourself and can probably speak to the power of moving your body. And, um, Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if you can give some words of encouragement to any woman out there who's listening. It's January after all, (laughs) Um, who might be listening and feeling, um, you know, stuck or afraid, um, uh, of, of getting themselves healthy, of starting a new, a new, um, type of movement program. What would you say to them? I would say, I mean, and so I, like I said, I'm a former PE teacher. I taught PE for 10 years at the elementary and the middle and the high school level. And so movement is also like a, a core value of mine because we know how it impacts like your emotional health, your mental health, physical health, and how it allows you to be the best version of yourself for anyone that you interact with, whether that's your family or coworkers, whatever, yourself. Um, But I would say just start small. And for me, that just looks like even walking, like in between after meals or in between meetings, like just getting outside and walking. I think that's like one of the most simple and underrated things, like getting out, being in nature, like getting steps in is like, I mean, it's huge. (laughs) So um, yeah, like don't, don't put a lot of I don't know, like unrealistic expectations around it. Even just getting up and moving and walking is, is a huge win. Yeah. Love it. Totally true. Yeah. So starting small, if you're out there listening, just go take a 10 minute walk. <laughs> just yeah, start small. Huge. Yeah. Um, awesome. Okay. Well, as we move towards wrapping up, um, I just want to give you the opportunity. If you have any other words of encouragement or final positive vibes that you want to put out there for moms and daughters or anyone who might be listening. Yeah. I mean, 
the mom daughter relationship. And again, if you have like not, you have athletes who are not daughters, you you have a son, like this applies too, but that relationship is just so important. And this time is, is really fleeting. And so I feel like, I mean, I've talked to my mom many times about my high school experience and, and she just like, didn't really know how to help. And I honestly just wish that we would have enjoyed it more. Like the whole reason why we have our kids in athletics is likely because we want them to learn life skills and have good relationships, learn how to be a leader and go through adversity. But it's also because they are finding something that they find joy in and they're, they're going through it. And so I would just say, you know, enjoy this time and also make sure that, that you have support to be able to, to go on this journey with her and, and support her in the way that, that she needs it. So, you know, it goes by super fast. (laughs) Totally does. Um, and I'm at the other end there as I'm like getting ready to think about college and, uh, it makes me tear up to think about how fast it goes by. Speaking of this, can you please, Mm -hmm. um, share information on how listeners can find you if they're interested in learning more about your um, programming? Yeah. So on Instagram, I'm at elite competitor coach. I'm on Facebook there too. Um, the best way to learn, you know, the first steps to how to help your daughter with her mental game is at trainhergame.com. So we have a free training for sports moms there and it goes over like common mistakes that sports moms make very simple strategies that you can be implementing right now. It's also where we talk about our unstoppable athlete method that we teach inside our program on how exactly we teach athletes to strengthen their mental game. We talk about the elite competitor program, which is our signature mental training program on that training as well. So that's at trainhergame.com. That's a great place to go to get a free little training. Very cool. Awesome. All right. Well, I have a couple little rapid fires at the end here just to close this out and put a little more positivity um, out there. So I'm just going to ask a few quick questions and we'll leave it there. Okay, Brianne? Okay. Okay. Um, Give us, Brianne, a couple little things in your day-to-day life that bring you joy. Little things that bring me joy are drinking my Nespresso in the morning (laughs) and um, picking my kids up from school. Love it. Yep. Can relate to both of those. Very cool. Okay. The next one is a complete the sentence. Um, And so I'm going to say the first part of the sentence and you will finish the sentence for me. Okay. 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 Be bold because. Be bold because you are worth it. Yes. I love it. You are worth it. Anyone out there listening, you're worth it. Your dreams, those things in your heart that you just, it's a whisper. You are worth acting on those dreams. So go do it. Um, and hopefully you've been strengthened by some of Brianne's tips because it's been amazing. I think it's fantastic. And I'm going to use these things with my daughter and my sons. Um, so I thank you very much for being here with us, Brianne. Yeah. Thank you. This is great. I love what you're doing. And, um, you know, I think it's, it's so needed. I didn't realize you ran a nonprofit and, um, yeah, it's just really cool. Yeah. We'll have to talk more about it and maybe have you back on to do another discussion because I mean, I can think of a ton more questions now that we've gotten started. So I really appreciate you sharing your um, amazing insight and listeners. Thanks for coming on this ride with us. We appreciate it. Welcome to the fifth season, 2023. And, um, we just believe in the power of connection. We believe in boldness of spirit and listen to Brianne. If you take away one thing, think about trusting yourself. Think about shifting your focus, even if it's a neutral focus. Yeah. (laughs) Think about shifting that focus. Let's lift each other up. Connected, we can rise.